1: One of the strippers had a visible wound.
2: If she if she wants to know boring, she should have sex with me.
3: And guys, I just wanted to say I love to receive.
1: Hello and welcome. We're back. It is the Baller Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com episode 63. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for emailing us, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Also hit up, we're in a position where we have a lot of life experience here. We want to help you. We want to be your life coaches. So any questions you have, you can Email us at mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com. Any sex, we've done some sex and relationship stuff here recently. So also reach us there at fancy sex f-a-n-c-e-e-s-e-x. We're gonna do more fancy sex at the at the ballerlifestyle.com. Uh we're gonna do more. Uh, fancy sex columns. Um, so any sex and relationship questions you have, go there. Um, also, a- anything you want just, to just discuss in an open forum, do so on our Facebook page Facebook, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Like it, share it. Also, voicemail 949 464 TBLS. And a- a- another thing you guys can be doing, you-, you need to tell your friends, you need to share our posts on Facebook. You need, we need you, we need your assistance to grow this show. Um, and, and one of the most important things you can do is go to iTunes, subscribe to the show, rate the show, give it five stars. I mean, give it four stars if you're an asshole, but give it five stars and um, leave, leave a rating, leave a comment. Um, that stuff helps. Um, so any little bit you can do, I mean, the show is growing by leaps and bounds as it is, but all the help we can get is much appreciated. So do that reach out share us with your friends uh, today on the show Adrian Peterson when last he's a running back in case you didn't know that he went to Oklahoma so that that should tell you something he's pretty dumb um, and we, we learned that he was real dumb when we found out that he was beating his small toddler with a stick um, well now he's trying to weasel his way out of his out of Minnesota but also we just found out breaking news that he threw himself a themed 30th birthday party with all sorts of fucking weird extravagances and a guest list and all sorts of stuff happening. And we're going to talk about Adrian Peterson's themed 30th birthday party. Also, question to the group. What's more embarrassing? WWE fans who dress up to attend wrestling events or... Being an adult who likes wrestling. Uh, we're going to broach that topic as well. Um, also, there's a mother and son team in Florida. There's a It's a team stolen toothbrush syndicate that we're definitely going to talk about that. There's all sorts of crime that I didn't even know was crime. Uh, so that that's one we're going to get into. I'll, keeping in the family theme, a fa- there was a father and son shooting over orange juice. Also in the South, no surprise there. Um, There's a Home Depot employee that was fired for having a very special tattoo in a very special place. And a woman who spent eight days in the psych ward for claiming that Barack Obama follows her on Twitter. Spoiler alert, he does. Um, And of course, Fancy Pop, a lot going on in Fancy Pop. Rob Kardashian firing shots at his sister, Kim Kardashian, on Instagram. Uh, More from the Kardashians. Scott Disick has made his way to rehab. All sorts of reality, TV, news, and information. Celebrity gossip. Uh, The Pam Anderson divorce is heating up. We will discuss all of that later when Kate joins us for Fancy Pop. Uh, Before we get into all that, before we get... Let's get the show started, and to get the star- show started, we need my main man, former Bond hawker, Hoboken's finest. Of course, I'm talking about Ed Daly. Ed, how are you?
2: I'm doing well. I, uh, I'm still uh, drying out from a, a rough weekend with my buddy
1: in Pittsburgh. Um... Well, I, I saw you karaokeing, and there was a, well, was was a little disturbed by the picture I saw. To oh, be
2: well. First, let me give you a little background. Um, so I was there for the the. I have a college buddy there, and uh, we watched NCAA tournament games there. Had a good time, a lot of boozing, and then he tells me the night before I'm leaving, he said, "Hey, you know, can you do me a favor and pack uh, a non a non pair of jeans and non sneakers and a collared shirt because
1: oh my oh my god, <laughs> hold on, let me guess." He wanted you to go to church with him.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we wouldn't be friends if that were the case. But, okay. uh, but he is a golfer, and oh. he was applying to a country club, and there was some sort of, like, new membership thing that he had to attend. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'll go with you, like, fine. And it was the worst. It was, it was beyond the worst in terms of, like, just – this schmoozing with like, it was like every bad stereotype, like really right. old, stuffy people, like just creepy. You
1: put it on the Underhills account. Yeah. Was it, was, yeah. was I there mean, World he had, War One music playing he, a la Karate Kid? Yeah, he, the Cotillion it, at was, Karate Kid? it
2: was like that. And yeah. he had some friends there that were, uh, were around our age that that seemed. Perfectly fine, but I got trapped in random conversations because they're trying to get new members, so they're just uh, singling people out. And I go over just to get something to eat. I go over to the carving station.
1: Oh, nice prime rib. Yeah,
2: and uh-huh. guy puts something on my plate, and I'm taking my and I'm 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 just about to uh, grab a fork to leave, and the guy goes, "Meat, huh?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "You know what day of the week it is?" And I was like, uh, "Friday." Friday. And he's like, Lent, and I was like, uh... Is, is it a
1: Catholic club? Why were they well, serving me?
2: I mean, I assume it, in my mind every country club is a is a waspy club, so right, of course. You know, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I, I was like, Yes, yes, it is Lent, isn't it? And then I just took a big bite. I just, okay. just <laughs> yes. a big bite. Like we're not. We've got. We've got nothing to discuss here, buddy. <laughs> so anyway, a weirdo. So uh, anyway. Uh yes. near my buddy's house is a place called Barioke, and it's this just seedy strip club in which you sing yes. karaoke. And so I said to my buddy, because he, he's he been there enough in his lifetime, he doesn't feel like going there. I was like, you just dragged me to the country club, we're going to Barioke. And nice. so it was my buddy, his wife, and they brought their neighbors who were really like not digging the whole scene. They were like... Oh no! Like I don't know if we want to be friends with these people. I may have ruined a friendship. Oh, that's awesome! But I went in there and just we we just we were only there for about a half hour because the the strippers were disgusting and yes. they were the strippers were smoking. One of them was wearing a surgical sock. Um. So I just <laughs> wanted to pick the worst song to. That's the goal to go in there and pick
1: the wait, worst song the, to sing. Wait, to hold me. on, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. Are are you? glossing over the fact that you went to a karaoke strip club where one of the strippers had a visible wound? Oh, I, the
2: last time I was there, or two times ago, like, you know, like 10 years ago when I went there, a woman had a full knee brace. Like, a full of <laughs> those, one of those, like, you know, offensive lineman got rolled up knee yes, braces. Yes, and she was just yes. pivoting on stage, and there was like a <laughs> squeaky knee. <laughs> it was fantastic. It's unbelievably <laughs> disgusting.
1: Okay, so, continue. So you
2: just try to pick and so like the last time I was there, I think I sent sa- I think I sang uh Who Are You Gonna Call it, Ghostbusters cuz there's nothing funnier than a chick trying to be sexy while listening to like Ray Parker Jr. So this one Oh, so
1: so you karaoke and the chicks strip while you're yes, karaoke. Yes, it's it's, okay.
2: it's an amazing experience, but like yeah. it's it wouldn't be an amazing experience for like Two hours. It's just you right. go there for you know. Everybody gets a song in and a couple drinks, and then you just get the fuck out of there. So I chose "She's Gone" by Hall and Oates, and oh, that's uh, a jam. You, because like that's a pretty. I mean, the guy's talking about carbon monoxide and how bummed he it bummed out he is. Like,
1: <laughs> oh. so, so, I, I never analyzed the lyrics. Yeah, I just thought his I, I just thought his bay yeah, left him.
2: Let the carbon monoxide take my thoughts away. <laughs> and the chicks oh pivoting. God. It was fantastic.
1: Oh, that's Uh, awesome.
2: So, yeah. And then, unfortunately, uh, there were some bad flight price and timing options, so I decided to make the drive, which, it's a little too long to Pittsburgh. That's a six-hour drive.
1: Ooh, that's pretty far by yourself. Like,
2: four hours is is doable. Six is too much. And, my God, the middle of Pennsylvania, I mean, between New York and Pittsburgh... There's nothing. It's it's Alabama. It, there's nothing going on. It's just some farms and a, like a few truck truck stops, and then just nothing going on. Like
1: there's Amish. Did you see any Amish? Uh,
2: I, I feel like that's on a different route. Oh, you know, oh, like okay.
4: there's nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: if I saw the scene from Witness, I would have gone and put some ice cream on somebody's nose. I mean, and, and it's amazing. Like there would just be like, oh no no food or gas for seventy miles when you when you're trying to size up if you needed to get yeah. gas and the stops and any of those stops were just like hey here's four adult stores and uh you know some truck stops and So like yes. what do truckers just go buy a bunch of dildos yeah. and like just, I, yeah i assume there are hookers in that area that's
1: of course butt plugs right a lot lizards yeah one-stop shopping
2: but uh yeah that was my weekend
1: interesting wow that is that is a great great story uh, baraoke, that sounds like my kind of place i don't karaoke. Well, I've, I, I've I've never karaoke I
2: have no problem. I, I I enjoy singing in the sense that I probably care I have gone karaoke like once every four to five mm-hmm. years, kind well, of thing. You're,
1: you're quite the extrovert, I notice.
2: Not really, not really. But I mm-hmm. have no problem with with doing that every several years. But I I would I'm more averse to going to strip clubs at this point. Oh yeah, I used to I used to go sometimes with a group of guys and like just as you get a little older and the game slows down you're like Jesus this is just just depressing on many levels
1: to concur yeah it's not not my scene at all I haven't been to one in a very long time okay you wanna hear some emails let's do it First email this is from len in pa brian ed fancy i've recently been getting very angered by people who feel it's necessary to take one biteful of every offering at the salad bar myself i limit it to three spinach <laughs> celery and green peas with a splash of vinegar and oil i got a huge problem with that first of all there's only one color you get, you have to have multiple colors in your salad Done in 15 seconds, but I am forever getting behind the person who is trying to jam one of everything into the smallest available container and taking forever. And I'm not talking about some elaborate salad bar at a high-end eatery. There's no such thing. This is just the local supermarket one. Am I out of line here or does every item at Salad Bar Guy meet Ed's qualification as a monster? I don't want to be pushy, so I just lay back. But it's cutting into my lunchtime. Please advise, Len in PA. This is a good email, Ed. What are your thoughts?
2: Well, I am opposed to salad bars because, mm-hmm. like you sort of indicated, there's no such thing as like a high end salad bar.
1: Maybe in the '80s, but not not N- that modern times.
2: It doesn't yeah. exist, yes. and I, 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 I'm not saying that I'm anti salad. I. I eat it as a necessary evil. I'm not right. going to be one of those monsters that pretends that's the best option to eat. Like, oh, yes. I c- you can have salad or steak, but no, nothing's better than salad. Like, you yes. can find salads you can enjoy on some level, but you're doing it as a necessary evil. Yes. But no, no salad bars. And I don't, I don't, I'm not going to critique anyone there because if you're at a salad bar, you're as much of a monster.
1: Um, I do occasionally for lunch. I like you know me. I keep it healthy. Um, occasionally, if I don't, you, I bring my lunch. I'm one of those guys. I I, I, uh, I bring. I'm, I'm the guy. Mm. You know what I do?
2: You stink it, up what, the lunchroom.
1: Yeah, whatever I have break for room. dinner the night before, I just bring the leftovers and I eat that for lunch. So today, for instance, it was salmon. Had some salmon last night. It was delicious. This worked. Today it works.
2: So you you stunk up the office with salmon.
1: For, well, you know what? I'm not sure if it was the salmon or the Brussels sprouts that oh, I also microwaved.
2: I, are, you, are you established as the office villain? I mean, yes. everyone must talk about you.
1: Yes, absolutely. And the other day we, we had some customers coming in, and I went, we have two separate microwave areas, and I went to microwave and I was reprimanded. I was stopped by the Jeez. owner of the company, and he's like, oh, fish and he pointed at me and i'm like yeah and he's like don't microwave that now what I, and he's an like, asshole <laughs> he's like and i'm talking about you pe- not the i know owner. i know he's like we got some people coming in so i had to go out to the the outer to to where the the workers are yeah. and the, everyone was shocked to see me microwaving my lunch out there that said occasionally when i don't have lunch when i don't have leftovers i will bounce out to whole foods and make myself a salad and I, don't, you know, I have certain items that I get, but I, you got to have a few colors in there. You can't go with only green items in a salad. That's crazy. That's insane to me. That's, I don't. That's, I don't know. That might be worse than getting a little bit of everything.
2: I don't particularly care about the color thing. Spinach, I, celery,
1: and green peas, and you call that a salad? It that's sounds, not a salad.
2: It sounds like a bit of a bummer of a salad, but I don't, that's a I don't bummer know if I, salad. If you're eating salad, who cares about the color? You're just, you're just getting through it. You're plowing through
1: it. Right. Okay. Well, spinach very healthy. Start with the base of spinach, and then build from there. Get you know throw a few tomatoes on there. Yeah, carrots. carrots, Maybe some uh, some of that purple cabbage. Depends. Get and and hit the protein. Hit the protein hard. Get some chicken in there. Some turkey. Maybe an egg, and a hard boiled egg. Okay. Uh, Next email. This is from uh, this is from our loyal listener writes a bill. Am I the only person alive that doesn't give a shit about March Madness? Look, I understand if that's your deal, but you don't have to shove it in my face 24-7 for an entire month. It only last two weeks. For an ESPN latches on to March Madness and sucks it dry like Lisa Ann on a sodium-heavy diet. Good one there, writes a bill. And college basketball guy defends this stuff so much it makes soccer guy think he should take a chill pill. Unless you go to that school, or went to that school, or are related to a player, I don't know why you would have any possible interest in a number seven versus number eight regional game. Uh, I guess they've progressed beyond tying their shoelaces. Okay, and then he goes on to talk about what Bruce Jenner's sex change. Um, Ed, I mean, I'm I'm not the biggest sports fan in the world, but as far as sporting events, I think that the, the best. NCAA tournament is, like, the best thing the there is. The best. <laughs> and the the reason that people care about the number seven and number eight team plan, usually a lot of times those are the best games, is because they have money wagered on it. Like, the reason people care about every other sport, right. because they've bet on it.
2: There's ga- there's reasons to gamble. There's also people to hate. I mean, it. I don't give a shit about... Uh, you know half the schools that have beaten Duke over the years, but like when uh, shit, like Lehigh beat Duke last yes. year, or the year before, yeah. it's fantastic. Great. I don't care yeah. about Lehigh athletics, but there's something fun about cheering for an underdog and like a true underdog that has like way less resources, yeah. But it's single elimination, and that's why they, it's better than that's why it's better than all the other uh, playoff formats, except for the NFL. But the NFL, those are professionals. And I think there's more variables. Like if a college guy is having a bad start to a game, he might get more nervous and there's much more ups and downs. I I love the the unpredictability. I think it's fantastic. I'm a fan. I love all the Cinderella's. I
1: love five, seven white guys that can just do nothing but shoot the three.
2: And you know that that's it. There's they have no future in the NBA after that. But like there's something about like some of these guys will take over the tournament. And that that that's the highlight of their life. It's kind of it's cool to watch that, and not think about the N- NBA.
1: Uh, yeah, totally agree. Uh, and, and call amateur sports in general. I much prefer to professional sports. So I, I do not. You know, I don't not the like. I'm not sitting there like a bunch of my friends went to Vegas and stuff for the opening weekend. And I don't really gamble and bet. And I have a life. But you know, I'll, I'll throw it on. And of course, I'm following my Bruins. My <laughs> Bruins into the Sweet 16. Big matchup against Gonzaga, who last we played in the tournament cried when the Bruins were finished. So <laughs> look for that to happen again.
2: And, and one last thing about the okay. ES- ESPN—they latch yes. on to everything. They beat everything of into course. the ground. Like yeah. that's the what would they be beating into the ground if that weren't going on? A Sabres Avalanche game or like? Well, no, they
1: they never talk about hockey because they don't show oh, hockey. They're right. they, but yeah, but I'm just they, saying
2: like what they'd be over analyzing some uh pitcher in preseason that's given up too many home runs because he's trying out a nude pitch. Like it's a it like they just they'd beat anything to the ground.
1: Um yeah or yeah mostly especially the NFL but yeah totally agree. I don't I, I don't like like I like watching sports. I don't like watching people talk about sports.
2: I don't yeah, I don't watch sports that are I don't mind if it's like ESPN news at a bar that's pretty cool. Like you, yeah. you just want to see I, some highlights. all the
1: games are over, yeah.
2: Yeah, but I don't. I, I don't want to see Stephen A. Smith debating with Skip Bayless.
1: Oh, concur. Okay, and lastly, our main man Rome show weighs in. Gents like you love the email on the coworker who didn't swing his arms while walking and put up <laughs> a lunch sign. The best, uh, just um, for the benefit of the listener. Episode 62, go back and listen. Zach in Denver had a very important, this is the kind of, this is how we can coach you guys. This is, we have a lot of knowledge. Zach in Denver knows that. He reached out to us about a workplace issue he was having regarding a temp that sat and ate his lunch in his cubicle and also put up a sign that just said lunch on it. Hmm. To continue, it was brilliant. However, lost in the glory was the fact that our guy rolls with chili for lunch in the office. <laughs> I would argue that a lunch, that's a lunch protest in itself. A zero fucks given lunch, if you will. A, yep, I may go into that office stall for a few, and I want you to know why. Chili for lunch. <laughs> Passive aggressive move. All the best, Rom Show. Uh, I, I agree, but I agree on a different level. First of all, chili for lunch. If you're eating chili, chili is a, a high topping ratio food. So if you're bringing chili and you really want to eat chili, you got to bring some nah. some cheese, some you, onions. You could, I like a little could. cilantro.
2: I, I mean, chili's a great food, but, That's great. but you could go without toppings if you're doing yeah. it for lunch.
1: Yeah, you could do it. Here's the other thing. We're talking about microwaves. Chili... Takes about fifty-seven reheats. You gotta heat it up for a couple minutes, <laughs> and it's gonna smell up the office, which you it clearly don't, don't care about. It definitely is. It's you gotta restir <laughs> that as much as salmon. <laughs> oh, I do say. Uh, I, I brought some Dover sole. I, I'm known to bring fish <laughs> two to three days a week.
2: Yeah, you're a monster,
1: and, and always with veggies. And those veggies are broccoli, Brussels sp- sprouts, <laughs> just. Broca-based asparagus,
2: smelly one, yeah. Asparagus, all smelly.
1: All of the stinkiest vegetables. Uh, okay, we also have a voicemail. We're, it's like we can't even get into the show topics because we have so much correspondence to get to. <laughs> Here we have a voicemail again. Loyal listener, Mark the Nomad. He always brings us good content, and this is no exception. Let's take a listen to what Mark the Nomad has to say.
4: Hey guys and fancy, what's going on? I, um, I wanted to share this message with you guys a couple of weeks ago. This is your boy Mark the Nomad and, uh, I figured, um, with Ed Daly being so enamored with Dongs and this being the Dong show of record, I would share with you that from 03 to 05, I covered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and I can definitely tell you that Warren Sapp's nasty disposition is most likely the result of what he's packing, what kind of heat he's packing, because he is not packing much. And uh, he's just a vile man with a tiny dick. (laughs) Um, And shockingly, the dude with the craziest amount of heat that you wouldn't expect would be former fullback extraordinaire Mike Allstott, who had this ridiculous dong that was almost uncomfortable to look at clearly i mean looking at any dong is uncomfortable but looking at all stock dong was really kind of messed up because he had these giant massive tree trunk thighs and then this huge dong the only way i could really describe it is if like you saw a cartoon picture of of snoopy with the giant ears and that giant nose just dangling below it's a little disturbing to think about but I figured I'd share that with you because
1: I know how much you guys dig this kind of information. Have a good one. Wow. Uh, okay. First things first. That was, those were the opinions that was, that was reported by Nar- Mark, the nomad that, th- that is not independently verified information, but we will operate as though it is true. It's um, a lot of sense. A lot going on there, a lot happening. It makes a lot of sense. It's like very clear. Um, although I would say I would picture Mike Allstott being well endowed because he's like runs into a lot of stuff with his head.
2: Yeah, he was a he was a power. He yeah. He was all power.
1: Big guy, you know, he's got like he's really strong. Like I could I could picture that. And also, same with Sap. Like he's a dick. He's right. a jerk. And a lot of times, people that are jerks like that, they have an underlying reason. They have something. Yeah. That's why he's in not them. tipping.
2: That's why he's right. not tipping at
1: restaurants. S- something on them that they don't feel confident about. And in this case, I could really see that. Um, y- your thoughts on that voicemail, Ed?
2: I think it was great. I, I we we need more man on the street reports. Concur. And so, uh, I and like you said, we're just going to go as if this is fact. Of course, and uh, I'm 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 happy to know one more bad thing about
1: Warren Sapp. Uh, as am I, and good for you, Mike Allstott. I hope things are yeah. going okay. Yeah, because um, I, I mean, S- Snoopy knows, you know. Yeah, wow, that's right.
2: That's impressive.
1: Yeah, beagle snout, old beagle snout, Allstott. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, okay, Ed, let's get into it. What is going? What is this a sports show for God's sakes. Yeah. Let's Let's get get into what's happening in sports. What is going on? What do we need to know about?
2: Child-abusing free agent running back Adrian Peterson celebrated his 30th birthday recently with some friends in Texas. The party featured a 12-foot ice bar, a cake shaped like a palace, costumes, and the guest of honor showing up on a camel. Brian, what's the worst part about being a camel? Living in the hot, dry desert? Being the mascot of a discount tobacco company? Having your feet be synonymous with tight fitting pants in the vagina region? Or being ridden by a 220 pound running back who doesn't realize he's not a four year old girl?
1: <laughs> when they race camels in places that they race camels, they yeah. try to find the smallest possible. Yeah. They, they get 220 young pounds.
2: Peterson's no <laughs> small jockey. He's
1: massive. Also, this guy makes 15 million bucks a year, Ed, and based on the fact that he threw himself, that he, A, threw himself a party where he arrived on a camel, and two, had an ice sculpture bar, and also has somewhere in the vicinity of seven children that we know of, I would like to take the under on 5 years after retirement when he files for bankruptcy.
2: Yeah, that sounds about right. And like I, yeah. It's I I I'm not a big we've talked about not being big birthday guys. Of I course. see if somebody throws you a party like sure. It'll come at thirtieth. You know, is is it one of those decade marks? Maybe somebody throws you a party. Seems like he threw himself, and he was he obsessed did. with like an Arabian, like he was into Aladdin or something. It's he sh- all...
1: he showed up dressed as a genie.
2: Yeah, on a on a dromedary.
1: He looked like um, Johnny Quest. There was Johnny Quest, and Johnny Quest had a buddy. Oh, wow oh, no. He looked like that guy. What was that guy called? Johnny I, Quest. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to say what I yeah. think his buddy's name is because it might be racist it i think his buddy's name
2: was- haji. haji it was haji that's why yeah, i, I was, was afraid to say it he,
1: look, he looked like haji <laughs> uh yeah he's he's for sure gonna go broke ice sculptures cannot be cheap I, i'm saying that ice bar that he had that 12 foot ice bar was at least eight grand and you're not i'll tell you right now you're not getting a camel to show up for less than 1200 bucks yeah that's just all there is to it a camel is a 1200 dollar item No question. Plus, he had to rent the costumes. Like, what a fucking waste of money. Like, you're rich. I get it. Throw a party, but do it smart. Do it, you know, spend it on the booze and the food. And And have some
2: fucking dignity.
1: Yeah, have some dignity. Don't show up in costume. Like, what the fuck is that? Okay, next story.
2: All right. Group of 10 longtime pro wrestling fans were treated rudely by WWE officials at a taping of WWE Raw in Des Moines, Iowa last week. After showing up at the ringside seats dressed as former WWE superstars, officials demanded they change their costumes because they were too distracting. Chris Lawfer, a member of the group dressed as the Ultimate Warrior, posted a letter on Reddit that said, It sounds cliche and corny, but I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. We all are. Lawfer then said, You have to swallow your pride to do so, but we really enjoy going to WWE shows in our ridiculous outfits. Lauder, who describes himself and his group of friends as college-educated professionals ranging in age from 28 to 40. Oh, my God. Uh, The group was given free T-shirts promoting current WWE superstars, including John Cena and the Usos. Uh, No clue. No clue. (laughs) No idea. The WWE responded with an apology and gave everyone in the group free tickets to an um upcoming show. Brian, what's the saddest part of the story? Pro wrestling fans? college-educated pro wrestling fans, pro wrestling fans ranging from the ages of 28 to 40, something called the Usos, guys in costumes, <laughs> pro wrestling fans using Reddit, or <laughs> WWE, or the WWE apologizing by giving out more wrestling tickets.
1: <laughs> I mean, Jay, all of the above. Like, like, wow. That's a real Sophie's it choice.
2: Was, it was one of the saddest stories I've read in a long time. Everybody, the- everybody involved was sad.
1: Yeah, like here come t- here come to more wrestling. Like what? No, you're an adult. Y- you know who should have been the one to tell these assholes not to dress up, Ed? Who? Oh. <laughs> They're fucking dads. Like <laughs> what the fuck? You guys are adults. Ed, I'm n- I'm not like too proud to admit this, but there was a time that I was also a pretty big wrestling fan. Like I never I had enough dignity not to go to any events. But I would, you know, I'd watch it on the USA Network or whatever channel it was on. But then I turned 11, <laughs> and I realized ah, this isn't, you know, like I don't want my friends knowing that I watch this, and I'm, you know, I, I'm like, it's not real, and what, like, they're all tan and greasy, and uh, it was, I think I'm not going to do this anymore.
2: I, there, there were enough normal mainstream people into it in my life. So I recognize it was a thing that like normal kids were into, but I was never into it. It just, I didn't get it. Maybe because my dad, like early age, just was like, oh no, that's all fake. You know, you don't want to watch that. So like, I just, I just never was
1: into it. Hashtag hero. (laughs) Um, I just pictured like they all, like, how do they know who's going to be whom? Like, I picture these guys really duking it out to see who gets to be the road warriors or Kamala, the Ugandan headhunter. Like, do they take turns or how, how do they even figure this out? I, I was going to be the warrior, ultimate warrior today. Yes. Like, I well, wanted to be the Usos. Oh, and that multiple people?
2: Yeah, and the picture. Um, the picture shows that like they are all like nine or what, ten different guys that even I recognize, and I didn't watch wrestling. Like they yeah. were all somebody,
1: right? That yeah, you couldn't do. You, could, the two of you, like if you and I. If I showed up to pick you up and I was Hulk Hogan and you came out and you had the handlebar mustache, (laughs) the
2: the do-rag,
1: and I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? You need to go change. Like (laughs) I told you I was going to be Hogan tonight. You need to go fucking change and be the road warriors or the ultimate warrior.
2: Yeah, there was a Macho Man Savage in the group. Like there there was – I think there was an Andre the Giant. Like everyone Uh, filled a role. It was uh, real uh. sad. So, and then <laughs> and then they showed they showed a picture of them wearing the new t shirts and like, uh, yeah, I don't know what was going on with the huh, Usos.
1: They were really proud of that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's still just nothing really nothing sad. as sad as adults who watch wrestling. But well, at okay. least they get
2: to go to another event.
1: Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Excited for them. Uh, okay, Ed, mother and son arrested uh-huh. in one hundred thousand dollar toothbrush theft scheme. <laughs> You want to? You want to just take a guess? You got? There's 50 states in the union. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll spot you Puerto Rico and Guam, Tonga, Where?
0: any uh, any
1: of the territories you want. You want to go ahead and eenie, guess?
2: Eeny, meeny, miny, Florida.
1: Yeah, a mother and son <laughs> from Apopka, Florida, are the suspected ringleaders of an unusual. Theft scheme. Police say Clint Curtis, with a superfluous S, 44, and Mary Curtis, 64, led a group they say is responsible for stealing more than $100,000 worth of toothbrushes
4: in the past year.
1: (laughs) The thefts happened at Publix, Walmart, Walgreens, and CVS stores throughout Central Florida. Police say the ringleaders stole electronic toothbrushes worth more than $100 and would then visit. Other stores to buy replacement heads. They then there are a lot of see this is this is criminals. This is like a lot of thought. So and work. much work, so much it, work. That like you could have gotten a real job and probably excelled at it. Uh, <laughs> they, they they then altered receipts to make it appear they had also bought the toothbrushes. Employees would process the return and give them their money back. Ed. <laughs> This seems like a tremendous amount of work. How often do you and your mother get together for some oral health-related criminal activity bonding? <laughs> I think we've
2: done – this might be like our third mother-son
1: crime-related
2: yeah, lo- story. I, I It blows my mind. Like the conversations I have with my mom, I, I can't yes. imagine pulling off the no. most simple like, hey, mom, we're going to steal no. a pack of gum. There would take so much conversation yes. and – Talks about talking about it, and hey, wait a second, oh, let's let's just re- you know touch base again. These people amassed a hundred thousand dollars worth of toothbrushes at CVS. They were working together for like something like four years on this
1: thing. Yeah, that's a that's a little too that's much all... mom time, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah,
2: that is a ton of time with your mom, especially yeah. a mom who's as ugly as this mom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mary Curtis.
2: Yes, I mean I'm not saying you would hang out with your mom based on her attractiveness, okay. but if she, but if she's yes. this unpleasant to look yes. at, it's gotta be hard. To she spend that she much
1: can't money. be, and and her gig is stealing toothbrushes, so she can't be that nice. Who okay, do you think who,
2: preps the idea?
1: Oh, it's 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 the son's idea. The son, but sure. like, yeah.
2: What kind of mom is like? Well, I, I, I knew you could. I knew you could apply yourself. Yes,
1: I am so <laughs> proud of you, son. This toothbrush scam is great.
2: Yeah. From George Zimmerman to Gloria Estefan, there's just nothing good about that state. Yes,
1: and you've got to figure in Florida, like there's all, like all mothers and sons are ring leading some sort of crime syndicate. <laughs> you know, they're, they're like, hey, the, the Joneses across the street have a fucking sweet microwave stealing scam at Best Buy. Like, uh-huh. what's up? We need to step our game up. What, what do you think about toothbrushes?
2: There's, there's only a matter of time be, be, before there's a mother-son uh, face-eating team.
1: <laughs> yes, fat <bath> salts. <laughs> That's being worked on for sure. Okay, here's, an, here's another. This is a father-son. Baton Rouge police. Father shoots 18-year-old son after orange juice runs out. Oh, no. A Baton Rouge man was arrested early Sunday after he conve- confessed to shooting his 18-year-old son in the buttocks during an argument over orange juice. Eldridge Dukes, 58, and his son were fighting about the lack of orange juice in their North Baton Rouge home. The squabble escalated when the victim broke a porcelain vase and Dukes grabbed his three fifty-seven caliber handgun. Family members told detectives. Dukes chased the victim out of the house and down the street, firing at least three times. He he was shooting to kill. Wow. He hit hit the victim... With a three fifty seven, yeah, that's, that's not a that's not a BB gun. Yes. He hit the victim once in the buttocks, detective said. He was later arrested. Uh, Ed, is there some sort of orange juice rationing happening in the South that I wasn't aware of? Like, just <laughs> whoever finished it off, just run well, to the store and spend three bucks and get another bottle of it. Also, it sound, it so sounds much ridiculous.
2: Sugar. It sounds ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I, I'd say when I go out for breakfast... Well, like a brunch or something. I yes. enjoy some orange juice.
1: Do you mm. get get a small? Just get a little little glass.
2: But I do. Bit. I enjoy so much it. sugar. It's, yeah. it's delicious.
0: Yeah. But
1: you know,
2: there's some questions to be asked. Yes. First of all, like, did the sun? It's excessive. I don't want to take the side. First of all, if you know your dad is named Eldridge Dukes and owns a three fifty seven, you yeah. probably don't, don't want fuck to fuck with, with him. him. Don't but fuck with him. Did he do the move? where he put to get he put the empty container back in the fridge oh, that's a fucked up
1: move i'm i'm
2: just saying that's I a maybe fucked up maybe move. not getting shot by a gun but like yes. you know you were asking for something
1: <laughs> you should get your ass kicked and for sure and then also
2: like we want to know how depraved these people are was this from concentrate like i want to know what kind of orange juice Yes. this fresh squeeze or from concentrate yeah
1: that is a good yeah just, well, that's what we used to get bought when i was a kid and it comes yeah. in a frozen thing yeah we used you, to have
2: that and it tasted like shit
1: yes you throw it in a pitcher and then you forget that it's got a defrost so you're sitting there mixing it up trying to break it up <laughs> mix it with some fucking water like what well, just drink water We're it's a total re- waste of time yeah it's a real bummer Yes, do they still have that? Do they? Do I, don't, they st-
2: I, I don't know, but yes. I remember like that was that was like yeah. an every morning thing for me. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's how we got all our juice back in the day. Those were hard times, and it was gross. Yes, okay. The one story that everybody's been looking forward to woman held in psych ward over Obama Twitter claim. A Long Island oh, hashtag, I'm not crazy. A Long Island woman <laughs> insisted. A Long Island woman's insistence that President Obama follows her on Twitter (laughs) made doctors at the Harlem Hospital psych ward think she was delusional and suffering from bipolar disorder. (laughs) But she was actually telling the truth, a lawsuit (laughs) charges. Cam Brock's frightening eight-day one-flew-over-the-cuckoo's-nest ordeal at the mental facility included forced injections of powerful sedatives and demands... Nurse She downed doses of lithium. Oh, my goodness. She was was like a day away from getting a lobotomy. They also indicate the doctors didn't believe the leader of the free world followed her on Twitter, though at Barack Obama follows over 640,000 accounts, including hers. (laughs) They were also skeptical she worked at a bank. I told the doctor Obama follows me on Twitter To show her the type of person I am, I'm a good person, a positive person. Obama follows positive people, Brock, whose Twitter handle is Akilah Brock, says. A a, a master treatment plan from Harlem Hospital backs up the Astoria bank worker's story. She's apparently a Jamaican immigrant trying to make her way in, in this country. Ed, who's more deserving of a stint in the sanitarium, this only slightly delusional Jamaican immigrant or someone who purports to be the leader of the free world but vo- follows 640,000 Twitter accounts?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what, do you get, what are you gaining by that, Barrio? Uh, one. Yes. Yes bragging that you're being followed by someone who follows 600,000. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here, yes. here's, here's the real, there's a real key phrasing of something that just tells you everything you need to know about her. She wasn't described as eccentric. She was described as an eccentric. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a big difference. Right? Like Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes wasn't eccentric. He was an eccentric.
2: Right. You could be eccentric and like maybe, you know, I've known some people who like have like Funky decorating styles. Like something, they're just eccentric people. But like, those are interesting people to be around in life. You know, it's good to have eccentricities in life. I agree. But but if you're described as an eccentric. This is an excellent point. Then you are just a batshit crazy person that nobody (laughs) enjoys being around. Nobody. And if you're having dreams of making it big in the entertainment business and you're not a waiter or a bartender... And you have no film credits or anything, then you're just a big weirdo.
1: Yeah. Also, yeah, it's very telling that they, they couldn't believe that she worked at a bank. Like, well, right. why not? Like anybody could work at a bank. What's it? Well, like, right. she must be so crazy that they're like, no, it's impossible. They would they would never allow her inside <laughs> of a bank. No way, Barry follows her. No way she works at a bank. Uh, okay, Ed. All excellent stories. I was really excited to get to that one. That was, like was, a, was a bonus good story. Yeah, very good. And too bad, uh, too okay.
2: bad she was able to escape before the Chief uh, snuffed her
1: out. Uh, Ed, we've, t- we've done it all. We've done, t- done email. We've corresponded with our listeners. We've learned about athletes' sizes, specifically yeah. early 2000s Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we, we've discussed who Barry Obama follows on Twitter – Adrian Peterson's birthday, Uh, it's time to get into the celebrity news, the gossip, the stuff that we need brought to our attention so that we can be up to date on what is happening in that world. Uh, We do that here in a segment we call Fancy Pop with our own baller lifestyle pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. She joins us now, our very own... Fancy sauce. How you doing, Fancy?
3: I'm doing good, much better than last week, and a lot better than the week before. Hey, you are,
1: you, you were, you were here. You were laid low. You were quite ill, and I was. You are you were on the mend. I'm on
3: the mend. I'm on antibiotics twice a day yes. for two weeks.
1: Yes, starting. You're, you're very excited yesterday. about that. Yes, I <laughs> can tell. Uh, well, good, to, good to see you're back and on your feet. Thank you. Tell us what is going on in the world of pop culture. What is happening? in the world of celebrity news what do we need to know about
3: i feel like we talk about this guy a lot but i have to give you an update we talked about scott disick okay we've briefed briefed
1: ed daily on who scott disick is ed any do we need to do that again
3: no, remember? I, I
2: remember he is, I, I don't know, boyfriend or husband of, of Kardashian?
1: Boyfriend, good job, yes. The boyfriend of the okay. oldest Kardashian but sister. But I did know that much, okay. Yes, very very to, wealthy apparently.
3: He went to an experimental rehab in I, Costa Rica. I think Rica we talked
1: about that last week. To yes. take
3: um, something called Yes, he was going to do
1: ayahuasca.
3: No, ibogae. Well, that sounds I like a, but, but
1: that sounds I, I call it of... iboga, but it's yes. ibogay. Yes, it sounds like a poser version of ayahuasca. Ed, your thoughts?
2: Now, it's the same thing as ayahuasca. It's just psychedelic, yeah, crazy, it's like, right?
1: Exactly. Right? Peyote
3: um, or acid. Okay, mushrooms. but I, I guess he's decided to check out early. So he's bailing on it. And um, we're not really sure why. He's cited that he has too many work commitments in LA. Did he at least
1: get so to do? I'm did sure did he, he get to get high first?
3: I bet he did. Okay, good for him. Um, the,
1: the success.
2: I. I. I don't have any statistics, but I'm guessing the success rate of people who check out early is zero point th- zero percent.
1: Yeah, I think it's. I, it's definitely. Anytime going to be lower you hear that, that's finishing. somebody
2: who you're going to hear another story about them. Right.
1: Also,
3: he was spotted in Costa Rica hanging near. Um, the bar in a nightclub called Rouge on ooh, Saturday night.
1: Ooh, that's not good.
3: Um, and witnesses tell us he was. He also hit up a spot called Vertigo. So it sounds like this stint there's in experimental m-
1: rehab's going pretty there's well. There's multiple nightclubs in Costa Rica. Oh, like I'm sure whoa, right. whoa, party yeah. central. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like know there was anything but surfing and dirt roads. Yeah, me too. Um, So,
3: also when questioned at LAX on Sunday, Doctor Drew,
1: Uh, Doctor Drew likes to
2: weigh in.
3: Um, Of course, he does. Mm -hmm. He said he believes it.
2: Like to provide solutions. It says
3: he believes that is in far worse shape than anyone believes because his choice of rehab is dangerous. Generally used by heroin addicts, and he's destined to relapse. Well, this.
1: Dr. Drew's a 12-stepper. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, relapse I is believe a in 12-step, pretty...
3: because you know why? 12-step's the only thing work. that works.
1: It seems to work. Um, yeah, Statistically,
3: I've... it's got the, the biggest success rate.
1: Right. Ed, your thoughts?
2: I believe in... Uh, I agree that that doesn't sound like a good strategy, but I also believe... We don't need to listen to somebody who tries to treat people on television. That's
1: right. That's right. Ed's very anti-doctor Drew, I which will not is have okay. any
2: doctor I mean, just because thing. he's he's charming. I mean, he's yes. treating people on TV. It's a ridiculous <laughs> concept. He
1: all, he also gives advice on the radio. That's oh, true. Well, that's much like better. us. Like oh, actually, do. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Life let advice me take that back. The, yes. the, that's, that's the, the only the advice you lifestyle. should listen to. All right. Good, well, good luck to old Scott Disick. Hopefully he can get he has sober. little
3: kids. I want him to get better.
1: I. Me too. Okay.
3: Um. Okay, this next story is about one of my favorite train wreck couples. So we reported a while back that Pam Anderson was filing for divorce from her husband, mm-hmm. Rick Salomon, mm-hmm. who she first married in 2007 before getting it annulled two months later then announced she was divorcing Rick. Um, then they remarried, and she announced she was di- um, divorcing him in July. They're married of last and divorced year. like
1: three times. How many times has she been married? A whole and she's bunch. She's also
3: filed. This is the third time she's filed for divorce.
1: From the same guy?
3: This No, in, since um, this, last year. Right. This is been, the
2: guy that banged Paris Hilton's? That, <laughs> yes. That,
1: that's who she is? He that, is? Yeah, he's got a huge dong. Yeah, well, She's, so, that seems to be a pattern. Pam
3: for her. is generally credited with kicking off the sex tape craze. Um, when Has, honeymoon footage oh of her. And hashtag the husband, size
1: queen. Tommy
3: yeah. Lee was leaked all over the internet. Mm-hmm. That was 1995. That's,
1: that's not all that was leaked. Um, and, um, I'm still Selin, having trouble. Getting on a Selin, boat again. He, he drove the boat with. They're
3: that thing. the perfect couple because yeah. he he also um, had a sex is tape. the co-star of the right. infamous One Night in Paris yeah. tape. Um, which made Paris Hilton a household name. So they both nice. had huge um, sex tapes. and Yes. So, he, um,
1: Rick Solomon's also got something else. The key, okay, the key, the, yeah, the key word the is huge. The story is, yeah.
3: here's the story. Pam um, has apparently been bored, frustrated, and not content sexually with Hub's Rick. Oh my God. Which she reportedly explained to the 47-year-old in a breakup email in February, which outlines the reasons for their impending divorce after six months of marriage. Um, it's reported that the Baywatch Babe, um, who is said to have been granted a restraining order against, um, Salomon, who's a big time poker player, I guess. I
1: don't, I don't believe that. I don't um, believe there's such thing as a big time poker she never player. wants to
3: speak to Rick again or have anything to do with him or his dog Bumblebee. Mm. Um.
1: Bringing the dog into the mix.
3: As part of uh, the it's legal pretty documents. It's a shitty
1: name for a dog, too. I gotta agree. I like, <laughs> the
3: Rottweiler. I like, I
1: like dogs with just regular, like, human names, like Steve. <laughs> As
3: part of the legal... (laughs) Don.
1: Don. Yeah.
3: Can I say my story?
1: Arnold. Okay, go on. Tell me when you're done. Herb. (laughs) Chet. Oh, that's a great one. Chet. Next dog I'm getting, I'm calling Chet. Okay.
3: This is where it gets good. Uh As part of the legal documents for um, the recent restraining order, Pam alleges that Salomon tried to smother and strangle her during sex. Whoa. Oh. It also claims that... doesn't sound boring. That... Right? Also claims She used the word um, Boring. That, that um, Salomon flew into a rage in the middle of having sex in January. Um, and that he tried to strangle the actress and pushed a pillow over her face
1: mid-intercourse. Uh, you know if, she,
2: if she wants to know boring, she should have sex with me. Because right. I, 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 I'm not into strangling <laughs> and that kind of stuff.
1: I, definitely not. I've had lots of feelings during sex. None of them <laughs> rage-related. Yeah. yeah. None. I of, tend, tend, of them I tend to stray to- from that. Yes, I I normally have the opposite reaction during my intercoursings. Lots of thoughts. Yeah, lots, just, just lots of confirming Lots of positive thoughts and I don't try to choke or smother Maybe anyone. he
2: realized she named her dog Bumblebee and he was no, it's, like, all right, it's I got to fucking choke.
1: Oh. All right. Maybe she made fun of him for naming yeah. his dog Bumblebee. And this is
3: disturbing. <laughs> maybe
1: maybe he maybe he's like, "Oh my god, I just I just remembered she fucked Kid Rock. God damn it. No, no. And then he just loses his shit every time. Like every time he thinks about her getting boned by Kid Rock. Or maybe he has like a um, a PTSD to one of the, the, oh baby, I love you so much scenes from the uh, infamous Pam and Tommy. Yeah, I can't tape. go on a boat anymore. Yeah, it's it's tough
3: um yeah so things are really deteriorated he's also accused her of terminating multiple pregnancies of his
1: she's too goddamn old to get pregnant what's he talking about well
3: i don't know maybe this was yeah. before uh,
1: apparently yeah probably for the better
3: he also has called her a slut and a crack whore. Uh,
1: what no, a that wasn't very nice he, Well, he doesn't seem like the nicest guy
3: she claims that he won 40 million dollars playing poker that. last uh, year ed are
1: you buying that um uh, no,
2: no, I don't even think there's any way you could sort of justify, well, he lost 40 million and yes. made filter. No, I think he he was nowhere close to any of those numbers. Right. If
1: he won 40 million, he lost 42 million. Right. That's my point. Okay, continue. Um
3: okay, next story. Uh Another Kardashian family oh, member. Oh, thank God. My favorite, Rob, who I've been very do, worried about. Do you want
1: us Ed, do you Rob need a Kardashian. refresher on who Rob Kardashian is? You, I, what I remember from
2: like a year ago is he was disinvited from uh, the that's wedding right. with Kanye West, Ed. right? I
3: know. Yes. He went, he oh, was he invited left early. because he left he's early. the brother. Oh, and then he I mean, bounced like the day before the wedding but because he's That's fat. pretty good that I
1: came, that I that. I'm really impressed we're, with that. I'm I, I thought you too. were right, to be honest. Uh, Yeah, he had to leave because he was too fat to be seen at a wedding.
3: He's just suffering from depression and social anxiety, apparently. Anyway, he's been totally MIA for months. And then out of the blue the other day, he posted a photo on his Instagram page on Sunday um, of uh, the character, the actress from a scene in Gone Girl, the, the crazy the crazy yeah, that, character right. which covered in blood. The wife. The gone girl. And, and in yeah. the picture, she's, Amy she, something. When she comes back and mm-hmm. she's covered in, in blood. After mm-hmm.
2: she, after she, yeah, she murders, what's name? With
3: the yeah. caption, this is my sister, Kim, the bitch from Gone Girl. Yeah.
1: Shots fired.
3: Um, and it's like, the only picture. Rob, he's deleted Rob. all, he's deleted all the other Instagram pictures. It's the only one there. And he also that day unfollowed all his family members mm. on Instagram. Rob,
1: I, like I, until today I was I was indifferent to the entirety of the Kardashian clan. I can't believe I made that alliterative. Mm. They would love that. <laughs> um but but now henceforth from now on He's your favorite. I'm a Rob Kardashian You're a fan. fan. Of all the Kardashians. So we're not I like sure, him best. We're not
3: sure what's going on with Rob. Um he has since re followed all his family uh, members. What, so. what is he Fuck implying
2: him. though? With that gone girl reference? Is he just um, trying to shit on her or is he trying to imply like I don't know I mean that, that woman <laughs> disappeared and to
3: I don't get know, her husband, I think like, that you know? she's kind of like the puppet master of the family and everyone's mm-hmm. kind of like
1: scared mm-hmm. of her. Maybe she's just he's just saying she's a crazy bitch. Could be. And he's just not really good with like metaphors.
3: Yeah, could be. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, everyone's favorite Mad Men actor, John Hamm, has just completed a 30-day rehab program mm-hmm. for alcohol abuse. Just days oh, before no. the premiere of the last season of Mad Men, we're told Hamm checked himself into Silver Hill Hospital in, In New Canaan, Connecticut, at the end of Feb, Mm. Ham's um, reps made the announcement that, with the support of his longtime partner Jennifer Westfeldt, John Hamm recently completed treatment for his struggle with alcohol addiction. Really? So, tease and peace to Don Draper.
1: Yeah. It's a it's a a brave
3: it's a brave move, but he got help. Good dude. Twelve step help. Yeah.
2: He seems like an affable
1: fellow. Totally does. Seems like a really nice guy. Also huge. Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> been bet, Yeah, he's, those he's pictures. We've seen those
2: pictures. They are. They are. Remember to have a massive that Makes me lightheaded looking at those pictures. <laughs> the only
1: thing, the only kind of issue I have with him, very close friends with Joe Buck.
2: Oh yeah, that that's a real problem.
1: Both yeah. out of the St. Louis area. I mm. think they grew up together, went to the same prep school. I, I mean I thought it was
2: Paul Rudd that he was buddies with. I didn't realize Joe
1: Buck was part of that group. They're all three buddies. Oh, um love no. Paul Rudd, love John Hamm, obviously not a Joe Buck fan. Nobody so, is. There's, not,
2: yeah, I there's no I bet even one. Jack Buck wasn't a Joe Buck fan.
1: Uh you know former former Baller Lifestyle podcast guest, Travis Rogers. Yeah. Big Joe Buck fan. Yeah. Oh,
3: no. The only yeah. Joe
1: Buck fan. Trout. He thinks he does a great job. A great job. That's not an easy job. He does a great job. I, um, I don't know who Joe Buck is. You, you that's,
2: like that's, that's the best thing anyone could ever say. Because yeah. no that's one, all he wants you to know, who Joe yeah. Buck is.
1: He's very blase. He's very
2: bland.
3: Right, right.
1: Uh, okay, is that it In for Fancy Pop, Kate?
3: For today, that is a wrap on Fancy Pop.
1: Outstanding. Okay, guys. Reach out to us. I want you to follow all of us on Twitter. Oh,
3: please do. Follow us on Twitter.
1: Follow Easy Ed Daily. E-Z Ed Daily. Follow Fancy Sauce. F-A-N-C-E-E Sauce. Follow me, Brian Beckner. There's only one way to spell Brian.
3: And guys, I just wanted to say, yes. I love to receive your um, relationship oh, no. and, and sex yes. oh, questions. Oh. I love to answer them. So yes. either write to us at the Baller Lifestyle... Email or yes. what would be easier if, if you liked us on Facebook and you just sent a Facebook message?
1: Yep, you could message us on Facebook, you can start a conversation on one of our Facebook however posts, however, you want. You can reach us on Twitter, you can voicemail us, nine four nine four six four TBLS, you can email us, mailbag at the dot fancy sex at the dot Become a part of the program. Tell your friends. Do all that bullshit I said at the beginning of the show. Go on iTunes. Subscribe to the show. Do Tell your friends. Um, click five stars. Do all that shit. Um, until, <clears throat> until next week. You guys have anything else? No, that's, that's – Ed. You covered it. Ed, you want any more pot shots at Dr. Drew?
2: Oh, you know what I could do?
1: What, Is Paul ask McCartney? For that-
2: Asked for that bottle of whiskey that I was supposed oh, to be.
0: Oh, Ed.
1: Did you not get any, I Ed? forgot about that. Speaking no, of correspondence. Still have not got it. The official whiskey of the Baller Lifestyle, te- Texas bourbon, Herman Marshall Distillery. Uh, I got another bottle from our good, yeah. close another. friend. Another. I'm Mike still at zero. Houston. Well, the thing is, he sent me the rye before, and okay, I drank it all, what? and he wanted to make sure I got a chance to taste the bourbon. I Which. want that chance. I want that chance. Yeah, you should yeah. get... <laughs> I want that, Ed. Poor Ed. I want that for you. Look, what I can, I'm not hard to find. What I'm I can on Facebook, do I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Saturday night, Ed, Ed. when yep. I go to taste, when I have a taste mm. of some of this whiskey, I'll shoot you a text <laughs> and <laughs> I'll describe... I'll yep, describe the just notes. Just like you
2: have the previous few times. Yes, I'll <laughs> tell you.
1: I'll give you all. It's excellent whiskey. No, as long as, I, long
2: as you're happy, but not me. I,
1: I hope someday you get to try some of Mike in Houston's Herman Marshall whiskey. Uh, Thanks, in, Mike. <laughs> until next week, this has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from the theballerlifestyle.com for Fancy Sauce, for Ed Daly. I'm Brian Beckner. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Till then.